welcome to episode 23 of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is February the 20th. It's a Saturday afternoon. It's nice and warm here in the Chicagoland area. I am your host, Metal John, at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Along with me, as always, Brad Risto. You can find me at Outsider Brad on the Twitter sphere. All right, Brad, we have a big episode to talk about this week. We are going to recap that mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead, No Way Out, Amazing. Season 6, Episode 9. We got the, a lot to talk about with that. We're also going to talk Flash. We're going to talk Arrow. We're going to talk about some other new shows that are out. But uh-huh. uh, before we get to all of that, wanted to catch up with you. It's been a week since we yep. last saw each other. What have you what have been up to this week? Well, I do want to say one thing. The episode of Supergirl on Monday, absolutely horrible. Three hours long and nothing but statues and no Supergirl. And bad music. And bad music. Oh. It wasn't It wasn't Supergirl. Was I it? hate the Grammys. Me too. I'm a big music guy too, but I like the hard rock, oh, yeah, the heavy yeah, metal, yeah. And, and, and all the Grammys is is pop. Metal John, you're a big music guy, you say? Who would have thought? Who would have thought that? I can't speaking believe it. Speaking of music, though. Speaking of music, speaking of metal, metal, you did do something this week. I did a lot of things this week, but on Wednesday night, on September, I'm sorry, February the 17th, uh, I went and saw ACDC. They were at the United Center in Chicago. Badass show. And guess what, Brad? I went all by myself because that's how much I love ACDC. Well, you didn't invite me. Maybe I would have gone. I don't know. Oh, it was such a great show. ACDC puts on the best concert. They put on the best stage show. They put on the best opening. They do everything awesome. Uh, they really do set the bar high for it. They actually played the Grammys like two years ago, I think. And Can I did you do your best that. Brian Johnson impersonation? I don't have one. Sorry. But you man, Angus... <laughs> Angus is number one on my list as far as guitar players. Number one, I've really? I've seen a lot of guitar players live. Eddie Van Halen's probably number two. Most people say he's number one. For me, Angus Young is my you see, number one. See, I have one. Tom Moreau at number one. Really? Uh, he, he'd be my top five. But I'm I'm all about Ace, uh, Angus Young. Angus Young, also, you um, got to uh, see him live, though. Also, Johnny Ramone, even though he's a jerk in reality. But that's a yeah. different story. I mean, I have entirely. to go by guitar players I've seen live. So uh, I've seen I, Eddie I completely Van, understand I've seen it. Tom Morello. Me I've too. seen Angus. You know, I, I go I have by Tom Morello. So I, I can't one. even put Hendrix in there because I've never seen Hendrix. Yes, live. obviously you know his body of work, which would put him up there. But number one of people you've seen at the very least. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, uh, the last twenty four hours for Shiloh LaBeouf have been pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's a uh, he's become somebody we talk about on a semi regular basis yeah. on this show. He's he's becoming Andy Kaufman. Yeah, he is. And uh, his latest experiment, which started on Friday, February the 19th, for 24 hours, he was going to hang out in an elevator in Oxford, hashtag elevate, and just let people come in and talk to him in the elevator. And I'll be honest with you, I listened to it for a good six hours yesterday. Oh, God. A good six hours. Here's my problem. After about 15 minutes, I, no, I was like, at work. I was doing work. Oh, my God. But I had my headphones on instead of like listening to podcast or Spotify or something. Awesome. I was listening to Shiloh LaBeouf talk to people in an elevator. My problem is I could see myself thinking about doing that about after 15 minutes. I'm like, this is really boring. You I know, though, if get you think about here. it, uh, try, to, try to think outside the box a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. Shiloh LaBeouf, big actor. Kind of out there for just different reasons, you know? Yeah, and he kind of had them. You up. get it. You wait in line. Some of these people get in the elevator. They're like, I've been in line for three hours. People were waiting in line to get in an elevator with him. And they could basically stay in the elevator as long as they wanted to. 
You know, the doors close and you just go up and down, up and down. If they wanted to stay for another ride, they just close the doors again. The camera was looking at the elevator door as it was closed. So the only time you actually get to see anybody in the elevator is when the doors opened and people got in and got out. Other than that, you only heard what people said. Now, you said... I, now, I people follow- come in with some interesting stuff. Some yes. people went in there with like some stories, asking them a lot of questions about politics. Mm-hmm. Kanye West came up a lot in the elevator, like about how, how he's a very outspoken... And, and, you know, and people kind of compare him to Kanye West a little bit, where Kanye is, he's on a different level. Yeah. But Shy is kind of level. out there as well. But, I mean, then there you had one guy who was in there and just would not shut up. He was freestyle rapping to Shyla. And, and just that, that he stayed in the elevator for like a half hour. I was like, okay. wow, they need to kick this guy out. Okay, Metal. I do follow you on Twitter. Of course you are at Metal John Rado. You said... And I believe it went something like this. I would um, uh, go in there and I would fart and then leave. Could you imagine waiting in for three hours? I got to do this. It hurts. And then you just get in there. Oh, geez. I think I, oh, I think I had an accident. And then leave. Yeah. I, <laughs> farting in there would have been fun, but nobody farted, at least not. The time no, I but was first listening. of all, you do fart, and then you say, oops, I think I had an accident. Just walk out. <laughs> we have to leave right now. I don't know if you know what that's from. But we have to leave right now. I, I, it sounds familiar. Oh, never mind. This is a Philip Seymour Hoffman quote from uh, oh. uh, Along Came Polly. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's when he sharted. He's like, we have to leave right now. Yes. Like I sharted. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, it's been an interesting 24 hours for Shiloh Booth. I'll tell you what, though, I, I I like this kid a lot. I mean, I don't hate him like some I, people do. I think he's about. I, I think his. I think these little social social experiments he does. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the movie theater thing wasn't really a social experiment, um, I think that this elevator thing was a so, social experiment. He did the thing where he sat in a room with a paper bag over his head, and people would just go in and talk to him, and he didn't respond. He would just sit there with a the paper bag over his head, and you could say whatever you yeah. wanted to to him. I, this time, he was being very he was being very open with people, talking to him about this and that, and thoughts on I this, that. I do like that. that you call a 29-year-old a kid, though. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's still kind of a kid. Anyways, um, I also saw The Witch last night, Brad. How was that? Dude. You love yourself a rated R horror movie. Yeah. Rated R horror movies, support them, give them money, go see them in theaters. Quit giving money to PG-13 crap. This movie, awesome. This okay. is, if you saw Babadook, it's a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a period piece. takes place in the 1630s. It's about witchcraft and possession, and it's about this little Christian family that's just kind of being overtaken by some sort of force, I guess you can say. A witchcraft, uh, you know, something, something is cursing supernatural. them. Something supernatural. Yeah, something is cursing them. And it's just one of those really simple creepy kind of movies it's not flashy with like chainsaws and loud sound effects it's got a pretty cool music score to it more eerie it's got the than whole, gory like, it's got the whole setting of in the middle of the woods you know like Blair Witch Project type type setting so more eerie and suspenseful than gory and frightening exactly but there is some cool things it's rated R for a reason and you'll understand it when you see it I don't want to spoil anything I will just say it's worth watching if you love horror movies I think you're going to love this movie. If you just like to see teenagers get chopped up, which I like seeing that too, this isn't the movie for you. Right. It's more It's more cerebral. Exactly. Okay. All right. So uh, moving on to- let, let's, let's talk Walking Dead. Speaking of- Speaking of gore up. and people getting chopped up and people losing things, 
Uh, Walking Dead premiered um, on Sunday. Oh, Where do we premiered. start? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um, everything happened at once. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ev- it I mean, was, it was a, only the, a one-hour episode, which I was a little surprised by. The, I thought the, there'd be like an hour and a half premiere. I mean, the first half of the se- the first half of this season had a bunch because this was my first season watching. And you said, "Well, they're eventually going to do the tone down episode. They're eventually going to do the tone down episode." They never did, and they still haven't. Nope. The mid-season premiere just. Left off exactly where our gang left off uh, back uh, before the Christmas break. And um, chaos is happening in Alexandria, and it just continues and continues and continues. Um, all right, I'll tell you what. Let's start with uh, let's start with uh, um, Daryl and his crew. Mm-hmm. Daryl, Abraham, Sasha, they they get stopped by the biker gang. We assumed that guy was Negan. Right. But I think by the time that whole scene played out, I guess that's not Negan. No, not yet. I don't think so. So Negan hasn't come yet. But I was thinking the whole time that he was Negan. Mm-hmm. When he's like, you know, your stuff belongs to Negan. I'm like, oh, that guy's Negan. No, he's talking for Negan. He is Negan's herald. I just thought he was talking in third person. However, got to point out this. After the after the scene where um, the midseason break, when we saw the beginning of this, where yeah. they get stopped by the biker gang, one thing we brought up on this podcast that other people have also mirrored and talked about is they had a grenade launcher. Yes. Why didn't they use it? Why didn't they use it, Metal? And they used it. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm wondering, did they already know they were going to use it, or did they think and hear about all the people saying, why didn't they use the grenade launcher? And then all of a sudden the writer's like, ooh, that's a good idea. Uh, oh, right. We gave them the grenade launcher. <laughs> Um, that's a plot hole. Guess they gotta use it. Explosion. Yeah, that was bad ass. I mean, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Like they're just standing. I was like, boom, and then there's just body parts and blood and Everywhere. intestines all over the place. Oh, it was so awesome, so metal, so metal. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes back into play later too, when yeah. you know when they use it to help help uh, destroy the zombies in Alexandria. So. Talking about that, obviously Negan and his gang are gonna want some revenge. Oh God, yes, they 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 do not take kindly to those who defy them. Yep. So um, yeah, that was but, awesome. But Kaboom. let's talk about um, uh, the fact that one of the things that you were wondering would happen last week if it was going to happen in the premiere, and sure enough, yeah, Carl loses an eye. Carl loses he, he gets an his eye. eye shot out. You'll shoot your eye. That would have been. That You'll shoot your eye. Out. That still would have been a great thing to put right before the christmas break yeah that would have been a good one for before the real christmas quick break. i want to ask you something um going back to the uh negan's biker gang mm-hmm. did you think he was going to kill one of the three of them i think um, remember he was saying i by now i i would have killed one of you i think um i'm a little surprised they, that he didn't kill one of them yeah but i think i, I thought the that. whole time sasha was a goner I thought for sure he was going to kill. I didn't think Abraham. Obviously, they're not going to kill Daryl, even though I kind of want them to. Uh, They're not going to kill Mm -hmm. Daryl. They're not going to kill Abraham. I think he's too big of a character. But Sasha really isn't that important to the storyline, in my opinion. So I thought for sure at that scene, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to kill Sasha. This is going to be badass. And he didn't do it. And so he got blown up. Nope. It's it's one of those ones where, well, because it wasn't really Negan, though. Yeah. You have to remember, that wasn't Negan. We're waiting for Negan to actually appear. And like you said, Negan, uh, in, in the in the novel series, he does kill uh, Glenn. Yes, he is. that is what he is famous for. And I'm, my guess is you've probably Googled the images of what happens to poor Glenn. Yes. 
and it is not a pretty end. Mm. I can't, can you imagine what they're going to try and do with this this show when they do that, though? Because so awesome. it is a I mean, this has been the best season, Brad. I, I know you just started watching this season. This has been the best season. Nothing season one was really good, too. I love season one of The Walking Dead. A lot of people didn't really care about season one because there wasn't a whole lot of this. It right. was a lot of, you know... It was a lot of Lord of the Rings, a lot of walking to the next point, mm-hmm. overcoming an obstacle, going to the next point. Now it's been, you know, hey, we're established, we're here, but I don't know how they stay in Alexandria. I, I, I they, I, I don't think that they can. Right? I mean, yeah. it's too, it's too compromised. It's compromised now, exactly. Uh, there's a lot of damage. I almost feel like they do need to leave. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I will say, I'm, I'm glad to see the whole gang back together at the end of this episode. So maybe we can kind of get rid of one episode being dedicated to these characters, one episode to these characters, one episode to these characters. Now they're all together. They're back together. I mean, that, that was the, we we talked about this with heroes reborn was the fact that they didn't get together quick enough to be one big group. And especially for a new show, you can't do that. I mean, this show was starting to get strained by the fact that there's this group and then there's group and this group and this group, you have to put them together eventually. Exactly. And, uh, well, let's talk about the biggest idiots of the show okay. this week. Sam and his uh, <laughs> idiocracy. Idiocracy? I- idiocy, yes. Idiocy, there you go. Throws a fit, gets himself eaten, gets his mom eaten. And then, of uh, course, his brother grabs a gun and shoots Carl's eye out. Yeah, well, mm. so it, it, uh, that's... And a, then he gets eaten. That's a Darwin Award winner. Man, a whole family eating in one episode, huh? Yeah, that it, it's kind of a it's kind of um depressing, but you know sometimes you do stupid things, bad things happen to you. Yeah, I mean another another storyline in this week's episode too, which by the way, again we're talking about the mid season premiere, No Way Out, season six, episode nine. Uh, one of the one of the plot points this week, which when you think about it, it didn't feel important, but. It still leaves the door open for some questions, and that was the Denise and the Wolf mm-hmm. and their plot line because they really it didn't really seem like it had a point. Yeah, it never really. But it's one of those what ifs. What do you think his intentions were? He was gonna get. He was gonna. He was gonna escape with her. Yeah. And was he gonna just try to recruit her um, to join the Wolf Pack? Was he just? Was he gonna go rogue with her? Mm-hmm. You know, what was her intention? Was she just playing nice just to be? I don't know, and that's one of those things that we'll have to see play out in this second half of the season. Because I, I mean, obviously he's dead. Mm-hmm. She's still alive, but did but, he compromise enough to where she's gonna gonna leave? Gonna either leave Betray. or. Yeah, anything, anything's possible at this point. I, I would have to say I have no idea where they're heading with this one. Yeah, because I mean, I'm still. Can they? Can she be trusted? Yeah, I mean, speaking of not trusting people too, I'm still on the fence about Enid. I, I feel like there's more to that character, and I feel like, I, I think she's still up to no good. Now, when she rescued Maggie, mm-hmm. I mean. I don't know if she did it out of pity or if there's a reason why she rescued Maggie because if she really was a member of the Wolves or the Savages or mm-hmm. or, or Negan's gang, right. I don't see why she would have saved her. I, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, she had no reason to unless she, you know, she's getting conflicted. I have no. This is another one of those. That's ones a, that, she's just one of those characters I'm going to be paying more attention to closer right. and closer as, as as the story goes on to figure out what is up with her character. She's obviously not who she says she is, but 
wanting to know who she's a part of. Like, is she mm-hmm. working for the Wolves? Is she working for Negan's gang? Is she, you know, now if she's working for Negan's gang, that almost makes sense because right. when Daryl, Abraham, and Sasha start talking about how they blew up a biker gang, if Enid overhears that, that could be the switch that flips her to say, wow, they just killed like 15 people of our crew. I got to inform them, you know. Mm-hmm. that That's, maybe that's, I mean, where she's they, at. Yeah, they're obviously trying to play with us right now, and you know, you gotta like that when they're um, uh, you have no idea what's gonna happen next. That's the best feeling in the world for a show like this to make you want more. Yeah, you also had been paying close attention to the conflict between Carol and Morgan. They seem to kind of put their differences aside, but I feel like that's not gonna last very oh, long. Oh, of course it's not. It's one episode in, and that that can't last at all. Yeah. Not to mention from Carol's point of view, and I almost kind of take her side in this because because she didn't just kill that guy. He ended up escaping with Denise. Mm-hmm. He could have easily gotten her killed. He could have easily killed all of them. Yep. You know, and and what ends up happening? He still ends up dying. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I almost kind of. <laughs> take Carol's side in that fight. But we'll see how that plays out. Exactly. And you know what? It was just a great premiere for um, The Walking Dead as things move on. And probably uh, probably what you've been predicting over and over again, this is finally probably going to be the calm down episode now that the groups are together. Uh, this, yeah, this next week's episode might be more of the cleanup episode. Like, hey, we need to pack up and leave, and the or debrief. or we need to rebuild the walls. We need I think to... that'll be it. I think they're just going to try and rebuild the walls. Yeah, I don't. You have to rebuild. Rebuild Alexandria. You're yeah. on team uh, team rebuild, huh? Team rebuild. I mean, it's worked fairly well. You got to tr- try and keep it together for now. You've All had right. one. Uh, you've had a couple. You've had these um, little issues. Rebuild bigger and better. Yeah. Well, we'll we're going to of course be covering Walking Dead throughout the season. Uh, given our thoughts on the episodes and the, and the plot lines and predictions and all that good stuff, so make sure you keep tuning in to yes. the uh, to the duo here on Podbean and we and iTunes and and we'll keep uh, we'll yep, keep yep. sharing our thoughts. Uh, some of the other shows that we uh, watch this week and we watch on a regular basis, uh, the Arrow. We're going to talk about Arrow yeah. in a little bit, but first let's talk about Flash: Escape what? from Earth Two, yeah, not, I, Season Two, Episode Fourteen. Not as fun as Episode Thirteen. Welcome to Earth Two, but it it really couldn't be because. In Welcome to Earth 2, Episode 13, you were just so enamored with all the twists that Earth 2 had on Earth 1. Now yep. they got into the um, actual plot. Yeah, we figured out how, obviously, we knew Barry was going to have to s- escape somehow. Yes. That was the big question after last week's episode. And now, Episode 14, uh, we figure out how they escape with the help of Killer Frost and yes. her giant ice ramp that nobody fell off of. Yes. Uh, um, I, I don't know. That was my first thought. She builds this ice ramp, and I'm like, somebody's got to slide off of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that, that's what would happen to me. If I did that, I would have been like, oh, crap, 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 crap. Slide. Yeah. Dead. But everyone survives. Hooray! Yep. Um, so, question for you. Looking into Zoom's lair, uh, mm-hmm. he had three prisoners. Obviously, he had Harry's daughter. Yep. Obviously, the reason why he had her was to get to Harry. Yep, he yep. had the flash because he wants to steal his speed. Yep. So this third person, this mystery helmet wearing person, he's clearly wearing the helmet for a reason. I'm guessing you don't he's, want an- he's hiding something like like right. maybe a power that could be exposed, almost like Cyclops. If he takes Perhaps. off the helmet, his power activates or something. Well, 
but I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I told you um, uh, before in our um, pre-show meeting I was going to make a prediction on who Zoom is, and this character um, uh, weighs heavily into that. My well, let's hear it. My prediction is Zoom is Jay Garrick from the future, driven mad by Velocity Nine, and needs Barry Speed to stop himself from dying. Wow! And the guy in the um cell. As you remember from a couple episodes ago, he mentioned Hunter Zolomon, who was Jay Garrick from Earth One, someone who was pre-abducted, found out his cells wouldn't uh, do, so he was just throwing, thrown in that cell, put the mask on, so no one knows who he is when they meet him. So that's Hunter from Earth Two. So Jay Garrick, no, this is the Jay Garrick we've all known and grown and loved from the future, but about to die because Velocity 9 is no longer ki- keeping him alive. So uh-huh. he needs to steal Barry's speed in order to not die. That is my prediction. I like it. Cuz um That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Cuz that you remember when um he was doing the um uh, captured prisoner code, he was doing the name J. J. And that makes me believe that uh, Zoom is indeed Jay Garrick from the future. That is my prediction. I am sticking with it. There are obviously other predictions. Some people think it could have been, could be Henry Allen from Earth 2. Some people think it could um, uh, still be Joe West, even though he died, but then again. Now, at the end of the episode, Jay was pulled in uh, pulled in by Zoom, right? Yes, but the, well, you never know. I'm a, but that was, Earth, that was Earth Earth 1's Jay. No, that was Earth 2's Jay. The one that um uh, popped through um uh, all those episodes ago, but it um uh, we don't know whether he actually died. He was just pulled back through the vortex. That's true. There's a way too many things going on at once, and obviously the next episode where they're dealing with um. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess the other thought too, and maybe my original thought was the helmet guy was signaling the word J as more of a this is who Zoom is after. He's after Jay. I'm sick. And then at the end of the episode, he pulls Jay in. But Jay just happened to be standing there at the. Yes. R- I mean, I feel like if if anybody was standing, if, if Cisco was standing there, Cisco there, there, there. He, he, that would have got pulled in. Exactly. So, so I, I am I am making my prediction. It is Jay Garrick from the future, but only time will tell in this. Obviously, um, if you have a theory, how about you share it with us next week? I, I always well, I always thought it or was now. Barry. I always thought it was Barry, but you, you see, know, I, I think it's, it's, I think that's been thrown out the window. Well, one thing, it, could it be a Barry Allen from the future? Um, no, my, my, my other thought. Because that would. Here's my other thought on it. Even though this past week kind of throws that out the window, but yeah. Zoom, I was thinking Zoom on Earth 2 mm-hmm. was Barry's dad on Earth 2. Well, some people, that's one of the theories. Um, but if it was Barry's dad on Earth 2, once he kidnapped. The Flash took took off his mask and put him in that cell. He would have recognized him as being his son, but not his son on this planet. It would well, have, I think you he know, already knows who um, uh, Barry Barry Allen is. The Flash on Earth One. I, yeah, I don't think he cares. I think he just wants his speed. I think he's an evil, evil doer. So, I mean, I think I'll go with that theory. I think I'm going to go with it being Barry's dad. So I'm going Barry's Earth dad. Earth Two, Barry Dad. Can I give out one more theory then? One yeah, that I right don't ahead. think it is. Joe West from Earth 2, who we saw flatline, but if you remember when uh, Barry Allen was in the hospital for after getting struck by lightning and be given the powers of speed, 
He flatlined many, many times, but it wasn't because he was dead. It was because his heart was beating too fast for the monitor. That's right. So I am saying that this is a remote possibility that Zoom could, in fact, still be Earth 2 Joe West, and now he was able to throw people off his path. I like it. And that's Brad Risto at Outsider Brad. If you want yes. to talk to him on if Twitter, you, if you want about to say the Flash, you're wrong. You you're do live stupid. tweet the Flash though. Sometimes yeah. I, I'll really try to. Stupid. I try to, and I'm home. You're really stupid, and I, I know that it's Iris. It is. <laughs> uh, so next week on the Flash, King Shark. Yes, this um, is obviously a, a step back episode after all the heady drama. I, although I do love, I have loved the promos for this one. It's got that Sharknado feel to it. Well, yes. It also has, you're wearing a Jaws t-shirt, the Jaws um, uh, feel to it, too. Yes. And I love it. I just love the fact that they're going completely campy, at least with the promos. Do love me some Jaws. So well, we'll see what happens with King Shark uh, next week, and we will talk about that uh, in one week when we tape uh, episode 24 of the Hillcrest Duo. Yes, yes. But uh, so finally here to kind of wrap up some of our shows that we watch on a regular basis, Arrow, season four, episode 14, Code of Silence. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that's obvious, Damien is a Jedi. But he's with the dark side. Yes. Because he just killed a guy through the TV. Um, well, he like had something set up in his um, uh, house. Yeah, something that kind of stood out on this episode, though, is I've been thinking the whole time that Damien was the leader of Hive. But now mm. that he kind of answers this board, I'm wondering if he's not the leader of Hive. And if he's not, who is? I don't know. And obviously we can't trust Malcolm anymore. He's no. completely um, uh, gone to the dark side. Well, he's gone to the dark side because basically the – you know, he lost all of his power. He lost he lost his gang. He lost the League of Shadows. Yeah. Or League I of guess. Assassins, whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want to call it. But uh, you know what? This was a subpar episode in my view. Yeah. The, I mean, I wish villain... we would have saw more of the debate. Like, I mean, oh, they yes. kind of uh, uh, set up this debate, and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm thinking the whole time she's going to drop the bombshell about the the, the yes. bastard kid. But you know what? All they needed I thought was she was like going to drop that on the debate. Two and a half minutes to five minutes of the actual debate instead of just saying, and Oliver Queen clearly won, kicked her ass, and uh, uh, wiped the floor with her. But no, just come out, shake, go to commercial, debate's over. But th this episode exemplifies one of the problems I've had with Arrow this season. Pretty much you have 55 minutes of an episode and then you have five minutes of the plot of the, of the season moving forward. Yeah. And that's been my problem. Errol's been doing that a lot these last, like, two seasons. Th but this one was really bad about it. I mean, maybe you got a minute of um, a plot movement in the beginning, then you had the middle, and then two minutes at the end of the plot moving forward. And then some of these little things just go through so quickly. Like, they're kind of setting up that, you know— you know, Thea uncovers, you know, the whole Samantha million-dollar check thing. Right. And she solves the mystery in, like, two minutes. Yes. Meanwhile, he's hidden it for years. But now it's figured out. It's out there. That's what I was kind of thinking that would come up in the debate. but uh, That would have been my, an awesome bombshell. Like, just, like, you got to do a, um, a quick montage of Oliver having all the answers and just completely slamming her. And then just... She's losing, like, how can we expect to um, uh, be, get honesty from you, Oliver Queen, when you have a bastard son? Yeah. <gasps> and you paid and you paid off the mama, so. And you paid off the baby mama. Yep. 
to shut her up. But I will say the ending to this episode, the last two minutes was pretty awesome. Yeah. With, with Damien having, having William, Oscar's son. Yes. Oh, we're going to be watching him for a while. And where, <laughs> what happened to the mom is obviously the big question. Well, the kid didn't seem too distressed. He almost seemed pretty excited to be there. So I'm oh, wondering yeah, yeah, if... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he just got he probably had a helicopter ride. Who wouldn't you? Yeah. You're 10 years old. You just got a helicopter ride. You wouldn't care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I did see, though, online uh, photos of Stephen Emile from uh, Legends of Tomorrow. He's got the gray beard, the old the old arrow. He's going to be on this week's episode coming up mm-hmm. on Thursday and night. The, and the arm. Of Legends of Tomorrow, which will air on February Thir- the 25th. Yes, Thursday. Looking for, I might actually watch that episode. Yeah, I might, I might tune that one in because that one they're going in the future. They're going into the future, which future now I, I haven't watched Legends of Tomorrow. I, I don't think you have. And I, I, I really don't have any interest in it. Because it's just dealing with way too much time travel and yep. way too much, you know, don't step on the butterfly, you know, way too much of that and, stuff. And, you know, it's dealing and, with... And, but this episode coming up where they're actually going to go into the future and you're going to see some of our crossover heroes in the future. I don't know if we're going to see a future Barry Allen, but I know it's been widely announced and even in the promos that we're going to see future Oliver Queen awesome. with this great beard. Another question is, will we see future... William. We know William's here. We know he's a teenager now, so he'll be in his 30s or whatever in the future. Well, I wouldn't say he's in his teens. He's about 10, but still. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't know how far in the future they're going. Well, yeah, but, but he's he, going to he's gonna be in it. Well, you got to assume he's at least in training, well, arrow in training. Well, obviously, since Oliver has a gray beard and Oliver is nowhere near a gray beard yet, it's probably at least 20 years, so he'll be at least 30 no matter what. Yeah, but yeah, that's one thing. Dirt certainly look forward to. So, metal. You got anything else before we call it a day? Uh, well, as far as some uh, some other shows, I mean, this was a big week in TV. I mean, Better Call Saul season two just returned on Monday night, so I watched that instead of the Grannies. Um, <laughs> the, the Grannies. The Grannies. The Grannies. Uh, I, I love that show. It's a good show, Brad. Uh, I mean, you got to be a Breaking Bad fan to to watch Better Call Saul. Um, I think I've said this before, but man, I still to this day, right now, my favorite TV show on TV is a show we don't even talk about. That's Shameless on Showtime. I love that show. Um, HBO just had a new show that launched this week called Vinyl. I actually watched it early this morning. Yeah. Um, the the that pilot the pilot watch. episode was two hours long. It's created by Mick Jagger, Martin Scorsese, Richard Cohen, Terrence Winter. Oh wow! Um, Those Scorsese are names. directed the the pilot Those episode. Those are names. And the 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 show is set like in the seventies, and it's about this uh, head of like a record label, mm-hmm. and it's just about the ins and outs and the workings of a record label getting bands signed, losing contracts, working out contracts. Um, okay. You know, labels and, getting bought out. It's a lot of like politics of running a record okay. label in the well, 70s. It sounds amazing, with especially with the people running it. It sounds sort of like the white version of an empire. Yeah. Sorry. Could be. Could be. That's, I mean, that there's definitely a, a lot of sex, drugs, and rock and roll in that it. Seems so, to be it's the, on HBO, so yes, they could put whatever they want. That seems to be the vibe they're going for is empire is really popular, but... White people aren't watching it enough, yeah. so let's make this white people empire. And I know you're not into reality TV, but oh, Survivor's Back, one of my all-time favorite shows. I've watched it since season one, episode one, and uh, I'm still watching it, so the okay. new premiere. And uh, a show that I- Wait, I you're not on it? You're not on the um, uh, beauty team? You know, I was actually thinking maybe in like 10 years, I'm going to try to get on Survivor. Like, I want to be like- You want to be the I, old guy. I want to be like the guy in his 40s on Survivor with all the young kids. Like, hey- Back you in damn my day, kids. Back in my day. You hey, damn. When I wa- hey, you weren't even born when season one of this show was on. 
I want to be that guy. And you also want to be the one that goes up to the um, uh, beautiful young blonde. You're pretty. Yeah. Oh. I want be the guy that just walks around naked, and all the girls are like, "Ooh, look at him." Oh God. Oh. oh <laughs> all right. I got. I got to. I got to get in shape. I got to get in shape. Oh, the uh, mental image. Dude, oh. I, I can't believe you're not watching People versus OJ either. Well, that's a. I. It's a, I just, I'll tell you what. This is a, a People versus OJ. Yeah. I don't really think it's a great show, but it's a good. It, it feels like it's a parody. It feels like it's a parody of the whole of everything. The the characters look exactly like the real people. You know, Travolta looks exactly like Shapiro. Um, Schwimmer looks exactly like Kardashian. I mean, but the the way the dialogue is performed the way everything it's very cheesy it's very nice it is a made for tv type type mini series and the acting is just i mean it's it's a parody. It's, okay. it's it's funny to rip on so that's what i'm just saying just watch it for a good uh, laugh i you will know? i will give it a try all right well um other than that coming up uh, on the hillcrest duo as we get ready to wrap up this episode episode 23 thanks for tuning in coming up we will have gotham that premieres, that premieres on the 29th. Yeah. We will definitely be talking about that sometime uh, a few days after that episode. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely be catching up on that. Um, March is right around the corner. Batman vs. Superman comes out in March. We will be talking Daredevil. about that. Also, coming up in just a few weeks, we will have uh, another feature episode, and the feature episode will be focused on cartoons and the cartoons that we watched growing up as kids yeah some of our favorites we'll share stories about them we'll share toys and you know we'll talk about cartoons and how spoiled we were growing up and how kids these days have no idea okay that is right i am outsider brad on twitter brad risto i'm metal john at metal john radio on twitter thanks for tuning in this has been episode 23 of the hillcrest duo episode 24 in one week